Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number 46. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry, and this is two guys, two mics, two pints. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I was kind of dreading this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, a lot of football going on, man. A lot of off-the-field stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, well, how you doing, man? I know you're I know you're good. I'm good, yeah. Honestly, I, I got to see my team make history for the first time and and reach a Champions League final. And I know you're, you're feeling the other side of the spectrum, obviously, yeah, today's man. matches. So, obviously, that's a topic of discussion, but... I guess we can start off with Champions League, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, City beat uh, PSG. 2-0, uh, yeah. was it? Yeah. 2-0. Yeah. 4-1 uh, aggregate. 4-1 yeah. aggregate. Uh, just really clap those cheeks, man. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, we... We outclassed them. I think if you divide the the game into four quarters, because, you know, two halves in each, I felt like um, PSG dominated the first quarter and the rest, the three, the three of the other quarters, it was all City. I'll be honest, I didn't feel very threatened uh, against PSG. And it's important to note that Mbappe wasn't available in the second match, even though there, there were reports that he would play. Um, but, you know, taking all that aside, uh, City just had their way, really created loads of chances. Um, and I think deservedly move on. Yeah, um, the game was pretty, uh, pretty uh, physical though. Yeah, both teams were hacking at each other, and PSG very infamously are terrible losers. They're very petulant in terms of their collective attitude. They'll they'll start fouling a lot when they're losing. They'll mm-hmm. start fights. Uh, Di Maria uh, stamped on a. Fernandinho's leg. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Fernandinho sold the shit out of that. He embellished that one. Well, not only did he sell it, but he also instigated it, too. Like, if you remember, like, yeah. he, he, he uh, like, was a pest against Di Maria. And I think he, he knew what he was doing. He was yeah. trying to generate that kind of reaction out of Di Maria. Yeah. And he took the bait. Yeah. And, and Fernandinho's a shithouser of the highest order. Yeah. He has oh. a, a master's degree in that, you know. Uh, but, you know... Taking all that into account, I, I think City Rich is always the more complete team, despite maybe having not the best individuals. Although we we have some good yeah, individuals, yeah, I, I but would in terms not of say that in terms of like one v one talent, like they're they're they have some good options. But as a team, collectively, they have a couple of good options. Ta- tactically, they uh, you know City just outclassed them. Which also brings another question, uh, Pochettino. Um, I know he's only had half a season. Yeah. Uh, but they just didn't, they lacked a whole lot. And I don't think that PSG are built that great to begin with, but I don't know. I feel like uh, PSG gave up a better fight against uh, Bayern Munich uh, last season. Yeah. And I think Bayern Munich are a better team back then than City are now. We'll never really know, but no. I, I've never, I've never really been, I think City last season uh, were hampered by a lot of injuries. So we weren't really able to see a, the true side that they are but th- this season they've been very fortunate uh to not have as many injuries and the, th- the depth is as you like to mention the deepest in, in europe and i agree and i think that's what it came down to um as for pochettino i i struggle to put the blame on him because he's taken clubs farther in this tournament with with less talent maybe not collectively but individually and uh you know even before um you know pochettino took over the job 
Tuchel wasn't exactly lighting it on fire with them. They were still not leading their league. They were kind of just getting by, and even against opponents that weren't even that great. I don't think PSG's that good. They, they Their midfield is weak. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Their attack is decent. Their defense is not that great. And attack be- is amazing. Defense isn't that great. and Their defense isn't that great, especially with their, their fullbacks. I think the fullback is the one of the most important positions in world football at the moment. Um, more so for for the the uh, transition ball, you know, being able to counterattack. Uh, City counterattacked plenty of times against PSG, and that's due to the high line PSG played. But that's not really typical. They of City. were kind of reckless about it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, Marquinhos is a, a very good def- a, ma- a good defender, let's say. But what makes him great is his his uh, aerial ability on set pieces. Um, Kimpembe is, you know, not that great. He's a little bit better than mediocre you could say and so that that tells you everything you need to know and I thought uh in both legs Mares for me was the player of that of this semifinal across um, both games scored in the first one scored twice in in the second game could have had a third and um you know it's just is it was just uh, men amongst boys um I feel like uh, Verratti from PSG was pretty good. I think he was their best player outside of Neymar. Neymar was trying to make things happen, but... Can't do it on his own. When you lack the service and the strength of a great midfield against a team like City, uh, there's not really much you can do as as an attacker, especially the way that uh, City defend. And um, Di Maria was, you know, left frustrated. Yeah. Again, it's it's just the lack of a strong midfield, um, and they have a couple of good names like Leandro Paredes, um, Verati, and Ander Herrera. But I don't know as as a whole unit, I don't think they were set up quite well enough to um, to be able to withstand a an attack like uh, like Cities. Yeah, I agree totally. I think um, you know that 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 uh, those two legs were just more cut and dry and. It's easy to tell who's the better team. Let's not forget uh, uh, um, Ederson's uh, magnificent oh. pass up the pitch. Yeah, you know, his shot stopping, there's there's room for improvement there. But I think what makes him so great as a keeper is that he has a passing ability of <laughs> better than some midfielders, I'd even say, um, or even like some of the best passing center backs. And the, the, the accuracy he's able to generate on a 80-yard pass or 70-yard pass is um, something I've never really seen. Um, obviously, Neuer comes to mind. They claim Allison can do it. He can. He can do it pretty well. But I don't think to the to the level that Ederson has executed it. It's taken a lot of years of practice. But in the Pep system, it's a big, big deal. And even in in City's best years, seventeen, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. Pep is not a fan of long balls either. No, he isn't. But uh, but you know the interesting thing is from a keeper, it, like he'll allow it, which is interesting to me. Also, sometimes from center backs. But he doesn't like to resort to it too often, and uh, but I think that that uh, ability to be versatile has has been the the key for City this season. Um, uh, make no mistake, they, City went outside of their comfort zone and, and decided to even let PSG handle the ball. This is one of the first times in a while where I've seen a team possess the ball more than City, and you know City still come out on top in in a in a great fashion. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, that ball from Ederson yeah, to they, Zinchenko. They, well, that's because PSG lacks bite in the midfield. Well, like yeah. their 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 objective, especially in that match, was get the ball to Neymar and hope he does something with it. Yeah, and Neymar 
I mean, he did need, needlessly dribble a whole lot, too. He tried to dribble through three, four different guys and uh, wasn't really working. Yeah. Not well, with the quality that City have. Yeah. Well, City also have fresh legs. Fresh legs at every position. Yeah. And fresh yeah. legs that will pe- pester you for the whole match. Bernardo Silva maybe offensively wasn't a, a starlet, but his off-the-ball work was immense. And he's not the biggest dude, but he he can annoy anybody, and and that's the difference. That that's the difference between having young, able players and players that are maybe physically, you know, are stars, but they're thirty two now and they don't have the legs for that. And I think at this level you need that, and especially for the style that City plays. So, uh, credit to them. They they earned it. You know, they they really fought for it, and um, it was nice to see them make history and finally reach a a final. Which a lot of people say, well, about damn time, but it's a cup competition. You know. Um, you know, lest, lest we forget, PSG scored in the first match off a set piece, and those kind of goals make the difference. But the good thing is City showed perseverance and, and were able to make it out the other side. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm absolutely delighted with their performance, and I hope we can uh, put the icing on the cake, cherry on top, and celebrate our first uh, Champions League. Yeah, yeah, that would be something to see. Um, man, uh I guess there's not much else to discuss about that game. No, no. It, I mean, it was, it was you know, through and through a city. Yeah. And uh, you know what's crazy is that it could have been worse. Like, I think I always, I, like I told you earlier, I thought they could have even humiliated PSG. Uh, they were down to 10 men in both matches because, again, they were just yeah. playing very uh, aggressively and, you know, even haphazardly at times. And, you know, City, I thought, should have capitalized on that. But fair enough, 4-1, I can't be mad at that. Yeah, well, the main humiliation in my in my eyes was subbing on Sterling and uh, Jesus. The last, I think, ten minutes was it? Ten, fifteen minutes? Yeah, yeah, they did do that. But that's Pep, Pep <laughs> finds subtle ways to be disrespectful in a way where he it's like plausible deniability. Yeah, where he can feign like, "Hey, I, I'm just playing in players," you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, City were the better team. PSG has a lot to work on. Um, yeah, they're not the finished article yet. Which is crazy because they're so well respected and and so highly regarded as a top team. Yeah, and I don't really see it. Uh, again, people get get carried away by the big names. I feel and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and the way they dominate their own league. Even though that's not so true this year, not this season. But yeah, yeah n- most more often than not, yeah, they do. They win like every, they get troubles pretty often. You know, the Coupe de France and uh, what have you. But yeah, man. Um, from from the reports I'm hearing, uh, Poach's his job is safe, according to the board. As it should be. Yeah, I, I think it would be a mistake to let him go. Not so much because there's not better managers out there. There's just not any better manager available right now. I'd give him one more season. Uh, Neymar is, is apparently staying. So is Mbappe. So we'll see what happens there. I'm sure it won't be their last time in a semifinal in the near future. and We'll see. Yeah, I mean to to fire Poach half a after half a season, and uh, you know even if they don't win the uh, the league, it's kind of harsh on him. Uh, I'm of the opinion that unless a, a manager is really fucking up, like losing the losing the the locker room and having bad results and just being an all around pain in the ass, you should you really should give him the benefit of time, maybe a year, year and a half, two years even. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, moving on from that, <sighs> oh, man, I need a hug. Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Well, hold on. Let me take this. Uh, let me, let me just take a big gulp out of this nice cold beer. Yeah. 
Go on, go on, mate. Um, <sighs> Chelsea, Madrid, semifinal. Let's talk about it. Game one, one one. We obviously discussed that last week. It was looking a lot. It was looking even. Um, I, you know, and I said this. I I felt that Chelsea tactically are set up to create more in in the, in this match, in in these matches, I should say. And in the second leg, um, you know, obviously they're one one, but they have the away goal, so they were very cautious and just sat back a bit. Um, but what surprised me more than anything was Chelsea's ability to counterattack, which is not something you see so often from players, um, you know, like Havertz and, and Werner, but they did it so well. And Well, uh, the, the main thing was fucking Conte, man. Oh, well, yeah. He, he was just, I don't know what the hell that dude eats but or how he trains, but he just does not fucking stop. Um, he's just a pest. He's not skilled. He... <laughs> He's not technical in any any sense. He he just intercepts and defers. Look at that. Just like that. Didn't do anything crazy. And he sets up a goal that is pulled off offside. Um, another thing is just the way that they were able to stretch Madrid. Yeah. Madrid, for some reason, just wasn't able to, to adapt to, to the, the counter. Um, well, Madrid was, was on the front foot. They had to They had to attack. Yeah. So they settled for possession for a lot of the first half, and well, the whole match really. I think I think Madrid had a really high, much more percentage of possession, and they did create a lot of chances, but nothing that amounted to anything too serious. And Mendy played the game of his life. Yeah, he played very. He well. had I think three great saves. Um, it was just tough to to beat that. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a low block, but they. You know they shore up pretty well in the penalty area. Yeah, well they they play a a, a three a three four two, or um, I'm sorry, uh, a three four three, but uh, they're able to almost turn that into a five two three, and when they do that, they they make it so hard for any team to score on them. Well, and when you have uh, Conte who's able to cover the whole field all at once, it's. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough, man. Yeah. And there's no decoys to to t- take him off of his game. Not for Madrid. And Madrid, I would say around the 60th minute or so, were just gassed. I could just see a lot of players were laboring and yeah, yeah, no, no one was sharp. I, I can't really think of anyone that really stood out. Um, and uh, Modric and uh, and Cross were were totally um, were, were totally uh, smothered by Conte and uh, and Jorginho in the midfield. Yeah, a motherfucker could probably run marathons and shit, um, like with no with no problem. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Conte was the the factor in in winning this game, or you know playing well in both in both legs. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. You have um, Conte and Mares probably the players of their, uh, you know, of their respective ties. Yeah, coming from that Leicester team. Mm-hmm. Both, I think, even played League Two. Yeah, at in one France. Point. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, Benjamin Mendy too. But. Yeah, well, he's a different kind of bum. Yeah, three-time Prem champion. Benjamin Mendy. Yeah. Well, from the stands. Ah. Uh, About to be four, I guess. Well, he, um, he he did do pretty well with Monaco as well. He was a top left back. Injuries curtailed him, but yeah, I mean, we're focusing on the midfield, and I I can't just glance over the midfield without mentioning a special Mason Mount. 
Um, you think he did great? Maybe not great. I think Conte takes the cake for the midfielder of the two legs. But I think uh, what and if you watch Mason Mount, Conte pressed a lot, but he actually did very well to press as well. You can see him there. He 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 just presses down every player, um, you know, near him, and I feel like that that's enough to put uh, the Madrid players off their off their game, and uh, you know they shut down every space, every angle, and that's the sign of of good tactics in my book, and I, I think that's where Tuchel excels, man. Um, and as for Madrid, like you look at the average age, age of the squad, and it makes sense why they can't do or they can't keep up with a team like Chelsea. You see that that's a pass that Cross hits on any given day with his eyes closed. Yeah, and it could could be lack of depth for the Madrid team. Well, they're they're just long season, uh, you know? long season injuries. Um, lack not of the form. deepest team. Yeah, uh, Madrid have have done well to get as far as they have now. You know, almost very close in the league, making it to semifinals. It was fifty fifty going to this match, um, but just the the injuries have added up, and and everyone's tired. They started Hazard, I think, on on the oppor- on the chance that he might fucking do something. Was not the case, man. I... Yeah, it's hard to blame it fully on him. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel because like you give him a chance after not playing so long. Yeah. Other than the game against the was it Othasuna? Yeah, and that's that's just different, man. You know, that's diff- It's just it's there's levels. You well, can he only get away. Had 15 minutes that game. Well, no, I mean, and but this is collectively from a Real Madrid performance because they they had it was a breeze. It was a walk in the park against Osasuna. But mm, um, sure. you know, when you play a team like Chelsea, it's just it's a different. It's it, this is where tactics are really shown, and I've I've told you this, and I believe it. Um, I don't know if if Zidane's tactical bag is that deep. I think I uh, think for him for Madrid to be as good as they have been, despite all the injuries, I think he's underrated a lot. And I know I know he's probably not gonna not gonna wow us with some pet ball or even uh, Tuchel's weird little tinkering that he's done with with uh, uh, Chelsea, but I, I think he's. I think he's proven himself to be up there. Yeah, well, but we'll say is, that he's been carried by Ronaldo and stuff like that. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the believe case. that. Yeah, no, not Ronaldo, but or Ronaldo's one of them. But this is the thing that for so long Real Madrid have, have had a a one talent at every position, guys that can that can make the difference in one play mm-hmm. with class. Yeah, and you can you can you can win trophies like that. They you know they got one league last season, and I thought that was very impressive. But now you have uh, an aging Luka Modric, uh, Kroos, Sergio Ramos, uh, Eden Hazard, who's kind of up there too in age and, and form. It's just, just terrible injuries. Yeah, but at 30, you should be hitting your peak, and he's not doing that. Um, but that's the problem. You can't expect to win matches with players of that level. They're, they're talented, but they don't have the legs. They don't have the work ethic. Um, as talented as they are, I just don't see... I don't see uh, Madrid as a as a Champions League force with those kind of players, and um, tactically, I I didn't see anything that would. Uh, you don't see them as a Champions me. League force, but they they were just within reach of a final. Yeah, they were, but um, they like I said, they didn't dominate in the tournament. I don't remember them dominating at any point. I, even the first match, Liverpool? yeah, it was one one. Yeah, but I mean Liverpool. What was the match after that? Um, it was Atalanta that we dominated Liverpool. I don't. I don't think dominating is is the right word, 
But I mean, they they did enough to get by. And when you play a team well, like no, Chelsea, we didn't get by Atlanta, Atlanta or Liverpool. Well, they had a red card in Atlanta, so that changed the game drastically. Liverpool, well, they're a seventh place team in the Prem. But that's that's besides the point. I'm I'm, and this is why I've been telling everybody I I was praying that we played Madrid in the final. I'd feel much more confident, much more confident. I see Chelsea and they're just a better team all around. And that's why if I'm a Madrid fan, I don't feel bad. I I mean, you put up a fight, but this team was just, you know, it's just it's, they're just better collectively. Depleted. Um, Madrid was depleted. I mean, that's that's really all I can say about it. Yeah. I don't think Chelsea's better on any given day. I don't know, man. I I kind of disagree because even though they they were, it was one one in the first leg, uh, Chelsea could have, you know, let's not forget if if Werner tucks that in, it's two one two away goals. I th- you're talking I, about the one before the first goal. Yeah. It, yeah. That, well, it, you don't count the ones before the ones you score. I mean, it doesn't matter. It was still a chance created, and it's still a shot course. on target. But, but but that's also forgetting the chances that Madrid has created, too. And, it's not like and Madrid, Madrid didn't do anything. The, the only goal they scored in, in these two legs was off a, a cross, you know, which, you know, good goal and everything, but it wasn't generated uh, with, like, any, you know, great lead-up to the goal or anything. There just wasn't any clean transition for me. But that's how both of Chelsea's goals were today. Mm, not one really. was like there, a, there were two breakaways. One, one was a uh, off of a. Uh, I think uh, it hit the post and it went upwards. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Werner was there to finish. I, well, it was a nice dink that that honestly Havertz should have just smashed home, but he tried to be cute with it. But that's just one save. Courtois made plenty of saves that honestly mm-hmm. this game could have. It, it could have been more. It I think if Madrid would have won, Courtois definitely should have got mad at the match. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, this game is not about deserving, but I thought Chelsea created more. Uh, if they didn't have guys who can't finish in the in in the front, this could have been a a shackling, you know. But maybe fair fair enough. I mean, I, I think Real Madrid impressive, impressively did well enough for what they have going right now. They have an aging team, um, stale tactics and. And that's that. I mean, that's just how I feel. Still but, tactics. Yeah, man. I mean, they're if if they were if they were a top side, they'd be by and large leading their league, which they're not currently. They're in the conversation. That's nice. But in a down down year in La Liga, they're one of the down teams as well, um, as opposed to previous years. Down teams in yeah. second place. Second place. In you can't a, be first every time. And this is what, and Pep even said this yesterday. It's so it's so uh, fucked up that the media expects you. Three shots on target. I mean, come on, man. To oh. say that we created less, uh, well, I, I don't well, want to hear it's a, it. It's a not a twenty-six minute match. It's a ninety-minute match. Right. Uh, but you know, right? Just, but but again, we created enough to be two of those to be shots either. were from outside the box, and they weren't clear-cut chances. This is this is a clear-cut chance right here. This is what I mean. Like you know, transition play where the ball. I mean, the the finish was, you know, as Werner. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I I seen it coming, man. Real Madrid haven't made many signings to, to freshen up the squad. One thing I wish they would have done That's is true, yeah. they should have started uh, Federico Valverde. I think that would have made a difference because he has more legs than uh, Kroos or even Modric. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's uh, I mean, it's it's sad because this is not the Madrid we've come to know. But it just kind of shows no, but that they, I, I they have... I think that Madrid had everything to, to at least make it to the final. It's not It's not like... So out of the question as you're trying to portray it. Uh, I can't accept that. I mean, and, and I respect that you're a fan of them, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to see it from the perspective you are, and I just struggle to think that Madrid deserved a spot in the final based on the way they played through two legs and even leading up to it. Uh, 
Uh, but, you know, fair enough. Wait, what? I, I forgot what I just said. But um, I'm so focused on watching the replay there. But I'm saying that I for me, with the way they've played throughout the season, I don't see them as a Champions League finalist. But obviously, you're a fan. You're going to have a different opinion. Yeah, well, I don't think Chelsea are better. Listen, since they played this game ten times, maybe probably end up five, five to five, uh, I don't six think to four. So. I don't think so, man. But it, you're I, telling me that Chelsea's winning the majority, seven to three, eight yeah, to two. Yeah, dude, Chelsea's a good team, man. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, they started bad. They're good. They They're have good. a new manager. They yeah, beat not, City. I'm a few not downplaying weeks them, and I think I think they deserve to go through. I'm not saying that that they were completely lucky i'm giving them credit where it's due but at the same time madrid weren't just washed out man they weren't dominated by any means fair enough and and we're seeing that in the game right now they they controlled a lot of the a lot of the uh uh, a lot of the ball and and movement of the of the game chelsea just defended really well that's really what it was well that's a big part of the game and uh i don't know if this game was really for sergio ramos but Uh, baran was out due to covid that's the that's the thing, um, man. Yeah, you, he hasn't really played in the last month and a half or so. Um, you know that was uh, Zidane giving uh, respect to his captain. Yeah, well, like you said, they don't have much of a choice, and that just there's no you can't feel bad for yourself. Like that's that's just the reality. You don't yeah, have the depth. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, it's just you don't have just, the depth. Just had such a shitty year. Exactly, for injury. and that's that's what I'm saying. Like it, it just didn't make sense for me to think that Real Madrid would reach it. There, it's but the fact that they got here is impressive in itself. Now, mm. um, should Chelsea be beating them off of what we saw in the beginning of the season? No, but this who they are now. Ever since Tuchel's been appointed, it's an even match, man. They've they've uh, you know they've gotten hella points. One of the best teams in the Prem. They just beat City and got them out of a cup competition a few weeks ago. City, who by the way are are one of the best teams in Europe. And, you know, so for me, that's that's telling me that Chelsea's ready. They're ready to, to be an elite team again. And it's crazy how that transition went so fast. I wasn't expecting it to happen this quick. But Chelsea are going to be contending for a title next season in the league. And I think they're going to give City a really, a really tough fight in the final. And I'm, I'm yeah. worried as a City fan. Well, yeah, they're only going to get better. This, this is going to give Abramovich the, the, uh, the willingness to spend even more. And what's crazy is that I don't think they'll really need to. Maybe a striker, maybe a center back, and, and that's it. A couple center backs, a I, center back. Rudi- yeah. Rudiger is good enough to be at the top level. He, yeah. he had a really good game today. Christensen. Christensen is, is uh, he's a fringe guy. But, um, yeah, man, I can't. that showdown between Man City and, and Chelsea is going to be, be good, man. It's, it's gonna definitely going to be good. I'll still watch, man. I'm going to be pouting a bit. But, you know, I'm just used to, to being part of the final. Yeah, I know, and, and, and that's then, the thing. And like, man, ah, fuck, dude, I, I don't know, I don't know if there's ever been a game that's ever upset me this much. Maybe because I have friends that are Chelsea fans, and maybe because because uh, it's Chelsea too. Because it's Chelsea, I hate Chelsea, and maybe because uh, you know I felt like my team had more than a good chance to make it through. Even I thought it was fifty fifty, uh, but fuck, man, this really ruined my day. Yeah, like on top of other stuff, man, life comes at you, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a great final. We're going to see two teams, two Blues. It's going to be an all-London final, or all-England final, I should say. And uh, Yeah. I don't want to give our predictions just yet, though. Uh, well, the thing is, the, f- the final isn't until 24 days from now. 
So yeah. I would only feel comfortable giving that prediction at least six to five days before. Yeah, the, the week of. Yeah, because a lot of things can change. Injuries could happen. I hope not. I want to see both teams at full strength, but um, it's going to be a good clash. But do you feel good about it? No, I don't. I don't. I seriously don't. <laughs> I didn't I, feel good about this game. Well, I wouldn't, man. I, I told you, Chelsea are a good team, man. I know you don't believe it yet. It's kind of hard to believe. It's hard. I can't believe I'm saying it. No, but no, dude. I think they're. I think they're a great team. They're scary, man. I'm telling you what they did to City. That's why. In the FA that's Cup. why we were so hard on Lampard is because they they were s- severely underachieving. Well, they spent two hundred odd million. They should be. You know, they should. They should have been this yeah, good. Yeah, and then when you factor that in, you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, that's. Like why? Why aren't you better? So, um, you know, I was enjoying that Lampard was good, but but we were harsh on him because of that. Um, so yeah, uh, just given given what what they showed us against City in the FA Cup, uh, and we play and well, we play City play Chelsea on on the weekend. Yeah, so we'll get a preview. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen, man. Yeah, so let's let's talk about other stuff that's gone on in the soccer world. Uh, no, no, I, we can marinate on this. Uh, <laughs> Fuck man. off. Uh, <laughs> so uh, most notably uh, on Sunday, Manchester United was supposed to play against uh, Liverpool. Oh, fucking and uh, fucking that morning, circus. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the perfect word—a fucking circus, a yeah. tire fire, you yeah. know, a shit storm, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um. That morning, a bunch of fans that are very, uh, very dissatisfied from of the uh, Glazers' ownership of United. Uh, they broke into the ground and uh, caused caused hell. Now, you know, the way that a lot of the media was trying to spin it was that these guys were being like hooligans to, you know, like ultras. Yeah. You know, just trying to cause trouble. Right. But in the end, uh, when you think about it, they were, I think they're in their right. Um. I, I I don't know I don't know I I do I do see why they are uh, protesting but the way they did it was pretty foolish if you ask me uh, you know obviously there's people breaking media equipment for people that have no responsibility for whatever the fuck is going on in Manchester second uh, the hate and the vitriol is misdirected sure you can hate on the Glaciers all you want they they have a lot of bad things and and negative things going on with their their whole thing but the uh, the issue really was with Woodward and how they've spent and managed that money. But the money has been spent. It's been there. Uh, why you spend $100 million on Pogba? Well, that's, that's, those are the problems. Those, those decisions. And there's been decisions they've hit out the park, like the Bruno signing. You need more Bruno signings and less Pogba signings. Less marketing signings that you think is going to sell more kits and sell more seats. Uh, two, upgrade the facility. Those are all valid things United fans could be pissed about. But the way they went about it, I don't really agree. Also, well, here's my thing is, is they've written letters, they've had fan forums, they've done this, they've, they've tried being peaceful about it to get the attention of the owners. Yeah. At what point do you, do you get tired of it and say, fuck this, we're going to affect you where it hurts the most, and that's your pocket. Yeah, and, but th- here's the thing, like, do, do they really think that they made a difference in Glazer's mind? In fact, like, I, I think the Glazers are just going to be even more petty now and not sell, and if they do sell, they're going to ask for a lot. Yeah, um, but no, know, I totally agree. But there's but no pretty what way I'm saying to do is, What I'm saying is, uh, you know, they've tried everything, so maybe maybe this was one last fuck it. Yeah, one last push. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing for United fans, Woodward's out. Hopefully, they appoint somebody with with some football knowledge. 
as uh, a chairman yeah man yeah but the thing is and, and this is what i've noticed in all the best clubs in the world is that there has to be an alignment from top to bottom from manager to chairman to owner and there has to be a really well thought out uh, thesis and analytics that go into it you can like you said you can't just spend money on the shiniest piece if it's not going to work and i feel like that's what they've been doing for the longest and it's catching yeah. up yeah um but you know we'll see uh at, you know in, at the very end of it they're not a terrible team they're second place in the league and you know they're still fighting for silverware um albeit europa i think um the glazers hopefully respond in a good manner and, and maybe shoot funds in the right direction but that's still to be seen so we'll, we'll see how what ramifications this has we i don't know when the, the game is going to be played between liverpool and united now I yeah. was actually fucking looking forward to the game. I was like, all right, this is, these are two was, historic teams. Was that the only time you were rooting for Liverpool? No, I wasn't even rooting for Liverpool, truthfully, because I, I, I know whatever happens, City are going to win the league regardless, and it's going to be by our own doing. But it could have been expedited, but we're not relying on another team to get a title. But I was just looking forward to the football. Sure, it would have been nice to celebrate a league title on a Sunday night. I'd rather it, we take it into our own hands, though. Um but yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it was crazy to see. It was kind of surreal to see people hanging from the net at Old Trafford, uh, the Theater of Dreams, shooting the sacred goal, shooting shots into the hole. yeah. It's a sacred, you know, Theater of Dreams. It's a sacred, um, you know, stadium, and for people to tra- trash it like that, I, I, it doesn't reflect well in my book. But, um, yeah, man, that that's all I really have to say on that. It's it's a shit show, man, but I like it. <laughs> It's, like it's it. chaotic, but yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah. I like in my I'm for in my opinion, it's misdirected. It's crazy because uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think it's misdirected. I mean, I think that, I think they have a right to be pissed at everybody, especially you know when you get down to the nitty gritty of how much debt the the club had when the Glazers took over, which was none, I believe, and how much they have now, and where they were when the Glazers took over to where they are now, which. You know, like you said, United are not in a bad place as far as the league goes, but they're not winning. Well, yeah, that's the problem with American owners. They yeah, they, they oper- don't give a shit. And they, they operate like a business, profit margins and like you know like, absentee uh, absentee and, and and it was interesting a, a point that we heard on ESPN FC the other day. They're satisfied with finishing second, knowing they don't have to play their pay their players bonuses for whatever achievements or accolades they reach. So that's very telling. Yeah, and people love to shit on Saudi owners, on Russian owners, on Qatari owners, but they don't operate like that. They they put their money and invest to fucking win, and if you're not fucking winning, which Americans clearly are not concerned about, uh, Liverpool are the only team that have remotely reached that, and they're already on the downfall. I think American owners deserve way more vitriol than some of of the other owners of other clubs. You know, not everybody has a Spanish bank to fund their clubs as well, and things like that. They don't nearly get as much hate as as the Saudi and Middle Eastern owners the Spanish or, the, or the Russian owners as well. So I, I thought that was an interesting... Who has a Spanish bank? Uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. We can get into that later. I, I don't have all the details at hand. Yeah, I would love for you to get into that. Ah, well... Those man. clubs are self-sustaining. Uh, unfortunately, this ain't a financial pod, but obviously finances play a big role in football. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know... That's, I, that's I, called deflection, folks. I think... <laughs> I, I don't want to spend a whole eternity speaking about it and talking about legalities, black and white stuff like that. It's pretty boring. 
and I can't be arsed, but I think it's funny that for all this shit talking that United fans have about city owners, in the end, they'd really hope they had owners like us. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, seriously. It, <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's like, kind you said, of ironic. But like you said, the, the training ground, the actual stadium is in shambles. Well, that's, yeah, that's And you look problem. at, uh, when you watch uh, All or Nothing, cities, uh, cities, training ground, fa- they're, they're, all their facilities, you're like, damn, that is nice. Yeah, you'd, you'd want to live there. Yeah. Really. Yes. Yeah, yeah I would up. love to go there every day for work or whatever it is, man. <laughs> I'd even Shit like to be a nice. fucking accountant there just to look at the guy's fucking train through the window. Is that... FLT? Yeah. That's nah, nah. They, just they have, to look at the guys. Well, they have like, a women's team, too. I can enjoy that, right? Ah, bueno, uh, tío. Yeah. But um, we'll see, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that'll ever happen, bro. Like I'm saying, American owners, they don't get a, enough vitriol. So I guess... We'll, in, we'll see. The thing in, in American sports is, is well, they're one, they're franchises. Uh, so you're basically just... You hire a bunch of people to do the operations and decision making and stuff and then you're you're there to sign the check or whatever leave the accountants to to uh let them sign the checks and it's mostly just a thing for your portfolio or like a pissing contest yeah and a lot of the owners that um, american owners that own teams in england or wherever they try to operate it the same way, and it just doesn't work like that. It's different. They all get hate. The Cronkies, the what is it? The FSG group for Liverpool, mm-hmm. Glazers, and I think there's another one in uh, in Italy. <laughs> I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, they all try to operate the same way. It's like this is not the NBA. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on from that, um, there was another <laughs> kind of notable thing going on in the world of football is the uh, social media uh, boycott. Yeah. To speak against racism, yeah. How do you feel about that? Because I don't think we really talked about it. No, no. It's it's um, another weak attempt to try to show like they really care about racism. Another uh, virtue signal. Yeah. The only the only productive thing in terms of racism in the game that I've seen, you know, pointed to in, in the past month or so was Alex Seferin saying that players will be uh, punished severely and maybe even kicked out of tournaments if another instance like. What happened with the Red Star Bel- Belgrade player happens again? I think that's the way to target it. But listen, like you can't control social media. You it's can't. impossible. It's free speech, and, and, and no matter how bad it is, it's going to happen, man. Unfortunately, a lot of people talk about. Well, you can if if social media companies can target ads and stuff like that. It's like that's easy. Targeting ads is easy. Yeah, any asshole can just create a new Twitter account, a new Facebook, Instagram, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And say dumb shit yeah. from the safety of their home with a million accounts. You can create 10, and, 20 accounts on your phone. And to fish that out, it's hard, too, because people could even write an A with an at sign and two uh, dollar signs and call you an asshole with the, uh, with, instead of a zero, use a, I mean, instead of an O, use a zero. It's yeah. hard to find all of that. Yep. Uh, my thing mm-hmm. is, like, every week we have another player come out and be like, oh, I was, I was racially abused. This is, here, take a look at the screenshot of the message. My boy, don't look at it. <laughs> Straight up, scroll past it. You're a, <laughs> you're your, a fucking millionaire. Enjoy your life. On I get tired it. Of the creator vibes. Yeah, dude. Seriously, like I get it, man. It's terrible. But what it are you is. gonna do? Sit down and mope around about it all the time? Yeah, I get it. There's shitty people in this world, and that's always gonna exist, unfortunately. And then there's people that that know that they're gonna get a reaction out of you, and that's what they say, whether they necessarily believe it or not. Which is wrong, still. Of course, it's yeah. still it's still like. 
that they're getting a reaction and you're giving them that reaction. You're, you're giving, giving them, them that satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard some fucked up shit over, well, one in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not forget the Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. And even sometimes on FIFA still. But, you, <laughs> but there's always going to be shitheads when there's, when there's a layer of uh, anonymity. Yeah. Ana- anonym- anonymity. An- anonymity? Yeah. Fuck, that was a tough one. <laughs> uh, when there's that layer, people will turn that asshole dial up to 11, man. Yeah. Because they know there's no repercussions. And that's the thing. If you get called something, the more importance you give it, the more satisfaction you're giving the people. Yeah. So just don't be arsed. At the end of the day, it's words. Sticks and stones may break my my bones, but you know how that shit goes. It's tough, yeah. It is, man. And I don't want to sound like I don't have any sensitivity towards racial injustice because I do. But there's people being killed. But but there's actual injustice and then there's trolls. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Exactly. With the Juan Cala shit and and, uh, the, the Red Star Belgrade player who... I don't care. For that's entirely his name. different. Yeah. Yeah. That's now that's totally fucked, and that can be taken care of on a dime. That's up to the. the, the yeah, and the and then there, there's immediate, uh, there's immediate uh, uh, actions that can be taken that weren't. And and that's telling. That's very telling. And I I don't I'm not surprised by that happening in Serbia. By the way, that's just a shithole country. With all due respect, the way they the way they operate, the misogynism that exists there, the racism, xenophobia, it's terrible. Now, you know, England's got to do better. The U.S. has got to do better, obviously. But, um, you know, I, I, the whole social media blackout was just another pointless thing to me, truthfully. Yeah, I was just waiting to see what, what, major, uh, <laughs> what major athlete was going to fuck up. Because uh, you know how they schedule tweets and stuff like that? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was, I was trying to see. And, uh, it's, it's so No, No one notable, man. right? No, I mean, I there was a group chat in on the city that I'm a part of a city group chat, and I was like, this guy was like, what's the boycott about? I was like, social media. Okay, so what's the social media boycott about? I'm like, <laughs> it's pretty fucking obsolete, bro, but they think they're doing something, whatever. Let them have their moment. Like you said, it's virtue signaling. You can, you can post all the signs of no to racism, whatever the fuck you want to put on, on the pitch. It's not going to make a difference, man. I'm sorry. The whole knee thing is another thing, man. The taking a knee... It's it's good for awareness, but but it's funny when the when the teams that actively don't do it, like I think it was Red Star. Yeah. When they stood and when uh, Arsenal <laughs> kneeled. Yeah. yeah. And they stood, it's like ah, that's a bad look. That's a bad look as well. So when you when you're anti anti, that's bad. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. That's not good, kids. And that's just that's Red Star, bro. That's just, um, that's what they are. So in other in other news, on a lighter topic, <laughs> uh, Inter Milan wins a scudetto. Yeah. Congrats. First Italian team to do it in nine years, and the first time they've done it. First Italian team to, besides Ju- Juventus, to do it in nine years, and they're first in 12. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been storming. You know, they've been improving ever since Conte got there. They've made some major signings. My only thing is it's great for them, but I don't think it's sustainable, and we can get into that. And I, I really think it's because of the age of the players, the, the their best players that they have. You know, they're relying on Christian Eriksen, Kolarov, uh, Alexi Sanchez, uh, Romelu Lukaku's a beast. Uh, uh, I think Kolarov and Sanchez are bit players, though. Um, they do have Varela, uh, Hakimi. Those are those are those four. You know, Lukaku, Varela, Lautaro. Yeah, those four are the only guys that I can see improving in the future. But after that, it's like there's a big drop off, and that's just really Serie A in a nutshell these days. They have good players, but they're a lot of the players are past past their prime already. 
Arturo Vidal, who you have a nice stat on. Maybe you can get into that now. Oh, uh, 12 <laughs> titles in 15 years? Yeah, that's Good pretty impressive. Good fucking lord, man. Yeah. League titles, I should say. Yeah, yeah. He's like the Robert Ori of, of soccer. Yeah, except twice as many. Yeah. Um, Lukaku, is he your, your f- the best player in Italy right now? Uh, that's that's a tough one. But that's I, tough for me to admit. No, I mean, he's definitely in the conversation. Right. But, you know, it, it depends what you look for out of your players, right? There's players that play well in the defense, in the midfield, and the attack. I think he's the best attacker in, in Syria. You could say the best player. The stats are there. Won the title. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, best player on the team, I'd say, uh, from statistical output. Do you so. think he, he's as effective if he goes back to the Prem? Uh, it depends what club he goes to. Uh, if he goes back to certain clubs that don't know how to use him, then it's not going to work out. And there's been complaints about, uh, and this it's funny that we mentioned this, but at his time at United, apparently he had some food allergy that was never tracked or noticed. And it's, this just goes again into the facilities they oh, have there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and all that's that right. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he went to Italy, fixed his diet, lost pounds, became more agile, and became, a, I would say, a world beater in in that league. Now, if he operates in, in a similar no, environment, I, I mean, if if we're gonna be if we're gonna be objective about everything, and everyone knows my distaste for for Lukaku, but if we're gonna be objective, you can say that he's one of the top strikers in the world. Yeah, he's got the complete package, and he's in his prime right nice. now. Nice, but for prime for prime, I don't think he matches up with the Ronaldo's, the Messi's, the Suarez. Oh Obviously, no, prime no, for no, prime. No, no, but no, today, no. yeah, I, I only put Harry Kane, Benzema. And Lewandowski. And, and he him. said that Benz is the best striker in the world. Uh, Lukaku said that? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Benz, Luke, uh, Benz Lewandowski, uh, Luis Suarez still today. Oh, he's Harry, great, yeah. Harry Karn. I think um, Harry Kane for me is the best at the moment. But, uh, really? K- yeah, Kareem Benzema is, is right there with him. I, those are the two best strikers for me. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, Suarez is great, but he's, he's old now, man. Like, no matter how great people think he is, like, he just doesn't have the same legs. But I love his finishing, man. One of my favorite players. Yeah, that's but all you need from your striker. Benzema and Lukaku, for me, top strikers. Lewandowski, third. Hmm. Yeah. Some people, Bayern fans will tell you Lewandowski first. I get it. They're on bias. I mean, most, a lot of people would. Yeah. I wouldn't argue against it, but I'm not going to argue for it either. Yeah. Something about Lewandowski's game never really convinced me either. Well, he, he's another guy who plays in a league that, you know, he's at the top of the food chain. So he, he, he has no other... It's tough to, yeah, it's tough to gauge that yeah. sort of uh, that sort of career. But when you score that many goals, it's, it's hard to ignore as well. Yeah, but, you know, there we go. We have players like Timo Werner today, you know, scoring important goals. It's kind of hard to... Uh, nah, I'm just taking the piss. I know. Uh, but I yeah. was waiting for, yeah. the, for the butt. Yeah, no, nah, nah, th- those are my top three. Uh, currently nice. nice today but anyway yeah Antonio Conte doing a great job and his future for Inter is a little shaky is a little is a little shaky I would stay there if I was him man oh, man but you know he's not going to get the funding his players are that's all on the way out and that's why I think they're going to drop off next season but yeah, yeah. go on and uh, well in other Italian news mm-hmm. oh right yeah staying in the same your deal. guy your yeah. favorite. Oh, that's your best friend right there. Yeah. No, hey, man. I was, it was <laughs> documented. I, I did tweet. I think that's a perfect fit for him. That's uh, a perfect leak for him. Uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, going to Roma. Going to Roma. A.S. Roma. Roma is one of those clubs that's got this legendary status in their league. 
Yeah. Uh, but they've done fuck all. They're the they're the Italian Spurs. Mm, and even that's kind of tough on them. But but I basically, think that's generous. Well, the thing is that you know Rome, they actually win trophies. At least they win a scudetto here and there or something. When? I don't have <laughs> see. This is the see, thing. I you was ask, about, I was you ask me to... these questions like I know everything about Roma. I don't, but I know I I remember seeing them lift a cup up recently. Even uh, with Zeko. So I'm saying they're a little bit better than that. They're like a, uh, maybe like an Arsenal to me. Zeko, uh, who scored a shit-ass goal. Yeah, but Cheech, Cheech, he has that Cheech trait where he's just able to get into <laughs> spots where he can just tap them in. Was it last week that Cheech had a hat trick? Yeah, and two of the, one was nice that the other two were just kind of like Did tapping. he score this weekend? No, I don't believe so. They, they took a bollocking from the Sounders. <laughs> the Sounders. Play. Yeah. Uh, Rui Diaz. What a player, man. I've always been a fan of his, but, you know, obviously kind of hate him. Plays for the Sounders. But sticking to Roma, though, Mourinho going to Italy, I think it suits his game perfectly. I they haven't won the title it, since 2001. No, no, not a league title. I'm saying, like, a trophy. Like, they've, they've had to have won something. Not recently. Hmm. The last title that they won was the Coppa Italia in 2008. Oh, okay. See, there we go. And it's been what, a good while. What, what title have, have Spurs won in two, since 2008? The Audi Cup. Oh come on! This is a preseason tournament. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I little, get it. But, a little but, bit better than Spurs. I, I got to give them. More I guess. Credit. I guess historically, in terms of some silverware, sure. And they have bigger but, legends too. Francesco Totti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totti's. Man, that guy could have had a better career. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I, I always love his quote. He's like, um. Like, I'll cheat on my girl, I'll cheat on this, but I'll never cheat on my club or whatever. That's yeah. that's an all-timer. Uh, but, yeah, man, a good fit for him. And right now, Roma aren't the hottest team in, in Italy, but I could see him improving them. Not for a league title, though, but at least to be back in Champions League contention. That's my guess. I think I think Roma will make Champions League next season. I, I my, my, my guess was until 2023. I don't think he'll be able to turn that key fast enough. He has a lot of players he's going to have to get rid of, but he does have a lot of youth to work with, most notably Brian Reynolds, FC Dallas product. Who's what gonna about be, uh, Pellegrini? Oh, he's really good too, but I think he's going to get sold unless he can have a say on it, but he's very sharp. Uh, but that team is another team with a lot of old heads on the team, and that's just really Serie A in a nutshell these days, man. They're low-key like a glorified retirement league. Oh, man. And and do you see any of them in the Champions League? I would say, Fuck, no. I would say that they're the third best league. I'll I'll put the Bundesliga above them, right now. But they're very close, and I hate the Bundesliga by the way. But it's just like Italy, bro. Like you look in all the you look at all the European comps. They're not they're nowhere to be seen. You know. Well, they got uh, Roma in the semifinal. Nah, for Europa. Yeah, but that's that's my point, man. Like that Europa is something that a Croatian league team is aspiring to, not an Italian team. You got to be here, man. I was used to. I grew up watching AC Milan against Liverpool. But you know what I mean, like. But they, but though those kind of stages come and go. But you right have, now we have an all all English final, mm-hmm. and tomorrow we might have an we might have an all German final, or an all. Uh, and last year we had a German team in the final, and this this and time, a French team. Yeah, and but this is the thing. So like Dortmund got eliminated by City before this, but there was no Italian team at that level. Juve against Porto. Atalanta was there. Yeah, but that was the stage before though, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Yeah, Liverpool played Real Madrid right, after. Yeah, but yeah, that's, right. that's my point. Like the best Italian teams are not even threatening anymore. 
and it's because the teams are they're aging you know they're they, you're relying on Ronaldo's and and uh, players like that it's just not going to happen man but I hope that they have a resurgence and a renaissance because it's a very you know deep I, historic I think, I think we're not too far off from them being good enough to compete I mean, let's not forget. Was it three years ago that Juventus was in the final? And yeah. Inter was when it's in the Europa League final. Um, I, I know you don't rate Europa League, but that's that's a fucking see, that's a fucking bottle right there. You gotta you know, be tucking mouth. those in. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, man. I just I love the Italian league for the the competitiveness. That's something I really do love, and I think that's something I put ahead uh, in terms of Bundesliga and Ligue 1. But in terms of quality, I, I need a little bit more from them, man. I don't know what it is. They've never been, like, producing great attacking sides, progressive sides. But one thing they're always great at is defense. And we'll see, man. I don't know. The the game's evolving. The I game's think Inter, Inter is pretty progressive in terms of the way they play. And if you look at the, the players they employ, most of them are former Prem players. So make of that what you will. Most of them? Yeah. Uh, Lukaku, Eriksen, Sanchez. Sanchez is a bit player for them, though. Uh, Ashley Young. Don't get same, me. Same Ashley Young, Kolarov. Come on, man. Bit players. Chris they don't, Smalling. They don't, I don't even think they start. Chris Smalling. At Chris Roma. Smalling's Roma, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just, yeah, those are the best ones. Oh, uh, that's a red card. Why does the ref call that? <laughs> Dang. Whacked him. All right, so, yeah, moving on from the Italian league. We, we don't um, talk about them too often, so that was pretty nice. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I guess we can do... I did have a note, and I have a question for you. Yeah. The question is always La Liga versus the Prem. The Premier League, by the way, has just recently got their status as the number one league on point aggregate or whatever they want to call it about time it was like a week ago um so the premier league has been more or less done and dusted been done and dusted for the last i don't know two months Mm -hmm. and la liga you have four teams that are within i think three points of each other Mm -hmm. for the first place um does this speak to the entertainment of the league? Is this a, even a conversation that should be had? Do we even care? What do you have to say about it? Well, you're asking me a question, and I hate to do this, but I'm asking you a question back. Ha- has the level of Barcelona and Madrid dropped since the past three years? You know, Has it dropped? Because I think it has. And I think that's what has made it a more level playing field. Hence, making it more entertaining. And I love it, by the way. It's been the, the, the most fun I've had following La Liga in recent memory. And now, if we focus on the Prem, the teams have gotten better. It's most notably City and Chelsea right now. but And Liverpool in the past years. United, too. Don't forget. Yeah, United as well. They're, they're always in the combo. Uh, and that just comes down to quality and money. And, you know, you look at the star-studded lineups that these Prem teams are putting out. It's 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 mental. That's what that's what La Liga was for the past decade. You were able to field the Di Marias, the Ozils, the Bells, the Messis, the Suarez, the Coutinho. You know, the list goes on. And they don't have that anymore. The, I feel like La Liga that that stardom is dying now, and it's because the the two best clubs are in heavy debt. So yeah, I mean it's always going to be a competition. What's more entertaining? Do you prefer competitiveness? Do you think the quality is bad? 
No, I think it's still top. I love you it. You think the quality stayed the same? Um, the quality of the top clubs has dropped. The quality overall? The quality overall has, has more or less plateaued and been the same. Because I can watch Sevilla and I can watch Sociedad and Betis and still be like, God damn. Because both good. teams have gotten better. I think Sevilla, Villarreal... Uh, um, oh, I'm fucking missing out on another one. Uh, I guess Betis. Betis, Sociedad. Bilbao always stays on par. They're good, yeah. Valencia. I think even, those teams have, have elevated a bit. Yeah, and that's nice to watch. And, and Valencia, every now and then, comes up. And you know why? That, it's like a trickle-down effect because a lot of, you know, Barcelona and, and Madrid and even Atleti have been forced to, ha- you know, to sell it's some, funny, of, some of their prospects. It's funny because uh, I think those teams, when they do good, a year or so later, the top teams poach them off and they kind of come down. Mm-hmm. So, so their academies come and go. For the, right now, the biggest example is Pau Torres. Yeah. Well, what a uh, player. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot. And I, and I think he's going to a big club next season. Has to. Has to. It would, it would not mm-hmm. only benefit him, but it would benefit Villarreal. He's so good. Yeah, he's super good, man. So good. And he's left-footed. Like I, I've been telling people for a year, if your club needs a center back, get that cat. Oh, for for City, I can't see him go- going there because we already have Laporte, and he's arguably one of the best left. I'll take one of the two to my club. Oh I'll yeah, have one, well any yeah man, I'm I'm saying like, and I I I love that, and that's what I love about La Liga. You can watch the worst team in the league and and watch Brian Gil Salvatierra and be like, that's a fucking player. That's a relegation bound team. So I love that. I love the talent. But I would love to see him at Madrid. Ask uh, at, at a big club, man. I want to see what he can do. Yeah, like for real, for real. Yeah, because when you're when you're the best player on a shit team, you're gonna whatever you're doing is highlighted. Of course, it, of it course. looks better than it actually is. Yeah, um, and I want to see him maybe like a mid level. I mean, that's 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 the yeah, that's the ticket. Go go to Betis and show us what you got. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I love the prospects that La Liga has. Actually, they have some of the most exciting prospects in the world, in my opinion. It's just they're not well known because not everybody's gonna. Well, watch. A lot of teams they have they. They have uh, the benefit of of. Look at this bottle, by the way. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. They well, had that, that's chance. that's a good save. Well, that's Courtois had a fucking. It's game. a shit. Yeah, it's a shitty finish. But I think they have also the benefit of being able to have the first language of the South American players. Yeah, that's that's an easy transition for them. Yeah, and they'll they'll be the climate, the language barrier isn't that far off. Yeah, the um, food, the the women, the ugh. everything. Todo, todo, todo. Pero, es top, es top. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, um, so that's my that that was just my question for you. No, it's a good question, and it, it changes every year, you know. But this is the, the lowest I've seen La Liga. I don't think so. I mean, I love the competitiveness, but I mean, it's not today. It's good. It's good for the league, I think, and and the the teams that have made a sort of resurgence. I mean, Villarreal for me is. One of the, one of the winners. One, they're in the semifinal for Europa, but the class that they have for for their players are Pau Torres, uh, uh, Gerard Moreno, uh, Trigueño. Those right. guys, I think I think they they have a future in, in bigger clubs. Totally, and you know what's interesting is I'm just my mind is dazing off back into 2012 when the Premier League was tight like that, where one through four was decided on the last day. And I think about where La Liga was in those days. Messi was walking the league, or Ronaldo was walking the league, or it was at least those two going at it at the top. Always, yeah. 
and and so the competitiveness wasn't there in La Liga. So it's like the the shoes kind of flipped, you know. Yeah. Um, because right now it's kind of like Liverpool, City, United. I mean, Liverpool really fell off this year. Unfortunate for them, injuries, whatever. I don't know if they'll come back because they the owners they have aren't exactly the type to just drop the fucking platinum, fucking card and be like go <laughs> get him, go get him. So I mean, yeah, man, uh, it's interesting how the dynamic is shifting. And for so many years, I had to I had to hear. No, La Liga, bro, La Liga. Look how many champs Real Madrid won. I think it's so stupid to be a fan of a league. Like, you're a fan of a club, first and foremost. So, if you're like, I'm a Tottenham fan, and I I don't know why I just did this, but we have a a friend. (laughs) But if, if you're a Tottenham fan, and you're going for Chelsea in the Champions League because they play in the Prem, I'm sorry, son. Uh, to quote Nigel Pearson, I'm sorry, son, but you're daft. But they say birds of the same feathers flock together. That's your enemy. Why uh, are you going for them? You will never hear me going for Atletico or Barcelona. But, no. would, you, but would you go for Betis? Fuck no. Uh, I will never go for... If, if I'm not going for you, I'm not going for you. Havertz, get bullied, bitch. Nacho Fernandez. Tell me that guy's not taking your girl. That fool looks like he'll pull up to Guadalajara in his cowboy outfit and pull. But he's not <laughs> taking my girl, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, he you doesn't know. have those green, those angelic green eyes that you do. Well, you know, I take on Jesus Nava's build, so. But, um, yeah, anyways, I mean, fucking hell, man. I, I I love it, man. I love it. I love the competitiveness. But this is, like, for example, since we're looking at this Chelsea-Madrid game, it's crazy to think that Chelsea is a fourth a fourth uh, position team in England right now. And well, like, that's due to their start. Yeah, but, I mean, it just kind of goes to show that one of the best teams in Spain is is struggling against an English side who is not that up there. So, so. so my argument, and every, every year this happens in the Champions League, is uh, there's no English team in the final. Does mm-hmm. that mean the Premier League sucks or is... Is not as good as advertised? No, absolutely not. On any given night, these are the best teams in Europe. And on any given night, they're mm-hmm. going to beat each other. So one beating the other isn't, yeah. isn't indicative of the strength of the league or anything like that. So sometimes it's luck, too. But you know what I remember? And I remember telling my Madrid and my Barca friends this. Like, like Dick, like we're fucking fighting the league right now with Liverpool. There's three <laughs> points separating us. You guys are winning the league by 10 already, 10 points. So you guys can ball out in the Champions That's League. That's another thing. Yeah. And the shoes flip now. Like, Madrid can't afford to run 90 minutes fucking hard. They don't have the depth, but also the, the, their league is tight. So there's priorities. So, so they're, playing their, they're playing their star players day in, day out. Mm-hmm. And you have a team like, like City who, For, can, yep, great who can play a, a, a third-string team. They and play Palace and, and they play Aguero, who's, who's a second-stringer now, if we're honest. And, and they're able to win still. Yeah. So it's like the shoes flip, bro. And, it's, and I'm glad you brought up this question because now it really highlights what's going on and how the leagues have evolved. Yeah. I mean, that's what And how football really is. is. Yeah. It, it, it comes down to depth. And... Uh, and someone's a uh, fucking Hazard. Madrid is City's Aguero. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. He has bro. no business starting. And uh, I had an optimism, but anyway. Uh, so let's get into the league pre uh, reviews. Yeah, and we'll talk about previews and then we'll move on with our lives. Chat shit, get bond. Chat shit, come on, body. 
Um, so let's uh, start with the, the Premier League. And uh, last we left off was last week, so we'll start off with uh, uh, Friday, April 30. All right, so we'll start off April 30th. Uh, Southampton hosting Leicester City. Wow. Uh, Leicester drops points when they really need them badly. Yeah, especially as Chelsea are picking up form. Chelsea are picking up form. Um, but all they need to do is hold on to that uh, to that Champions League's position. They're yeah. in third place. They got 63 points. Only two ahead of Chelsea, four behind United. So I don't know if they're really in all that risk, but they really should pick up as many as they need to. And yeah. Southampton is a sad team. Uh, they really dropped off, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say. And uh, yeah, one to one double hockey sticks. Anything else you need to say about that? Nah, yeah. man. Uh, pretty anticlimactic match. I honestly expected Leicester to win, but you know, I, honestly, this draw means more to to Southampton because what they're like fifteenth place now, and routinely they were finishing seven through eleven every year. So it's quite a drop off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so then uh, we move on to uh, Crystal Palace hosting Manchester City. Yes. <laughs> this was one of those early games that you're like, fuck, I don't know if I need to get up for this one. Mm-hmm. I happened to get up early for this one. I happened to be up, and uh, I tuned in exactly when Aguero got that goal. Man, what a beauty. Oh, I know, man. Uh, fucking hell, bro. I got emotional when I saw that. Uh, because that's something I, I got so used to from 2011 to 2018. That's just standard from Aguero, you know. Goals like that where it's like, bro, like, how'd you do that, you know? Um, it was very uh, very uh, vintage Aguero, as they say. And he it goes to show that wherever he goes next, man, he's going bi- to do bits. I, I know it. I mean, the guy, you give him a half chance and he just tucks it away. He caught it on the bounce. On the bounce, a gentle, a gentle volley. Not even gentle. He smacked it in there, but yeah. he just makes it look so uh, finesse-like, you know. It was it was nice, man. Bloody brilliant. And, and the run he did. Yeah. Uh, leading up to that. Mendy Great ball by Mendy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, right away, City get another one via uh, Fer- Ferran Torres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a finish by him as well. Yeah, man. Through he's legs, underrated. curve, far, far, uh, far post. Um, and uh, City, Crystal Palace thought they were the match up until the first Aguero goal, or the the first goal by Aguero, mm-hmm. which is about 56 minutes, 55. And then it was all City by then. Fuck yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace aren't a great team. No, they're, yeah, they're shambolic. Um, and uh, and City just cruise on to their win. If uh, the Liverpool-Manchester United game had gone on and Liverpool had won, that would have been the title. But I know you guys would prefer to win it on your own terms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been nice anyway, right, to win it. But, I mean, it's there. It's it's just a matter of when and if, you know. So it's it's on the back of our minds. But this Saturday, I will be going to the Thirsty Merchant in North Hollywood. For anybody that wants to join me, shoot through. We're going to fucking... We're in a day drink. We're in a morning drink. So <laughs> hopefully we can beat Chelsea, man. I, I'm honest, bro. Like, I really want to fuck this team up. I like Chelsea. I have a soft spot for them. Obviously, I love Pulisic, but... I really want to smack this team, and I want to send a message, and it would be brilliant if we could also get the title this weekend, you know? But, um, yeah, great great result for City. Um, I guess expected, really. Yeah, and um, I, one thing notable was the post-match. Uh, they interviewed Aguero, mm-hmm. and uh, 
you know, he's ba- basically he said, yeah, finally I get to play, and now you can see what I do. You know, now you can see what I, what am I am capable of. You guys, you guys kind of forgot, didn't you? Yeah, he's like, un gusto por jugar y nada, feliz por el gol. Yeah, you know how he talks, but yeah. Uh, oh man, it was so nice, and I hope he plays every game left in the season because he's two goals away from Rooney's all-time record of most goals for one English club. I don't see him breaking that against Chelsea. Mm, I don't even you see know, him trip starting out, against Chelsea. Trip out. Chelsea's the, the team he scores most against for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, but I don't know if it'll happen. This, this Chelsea's a little tougher. Oh well, this Chelsea's one of the best defensive Chelsea's I mean, I've seen since Mourinho's. Since probably Mourinho's. Yeah, yeah but um, we'll see, man. I'm fucking. It's funny because uh, Tuchel plays very similar to Mourinho, but yeah. Hey, hey, you're, you're not wrong. Portate, portate, vos. Yeah. But um, anyways, moving on <laughs> to the next match and a bigger surprise for me, Brighton do the work against uh, Leeds. Leeds, 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 two yeah, nil. two nil. Um, but it's it was a back and forth match because I watched this one too. Oh, okay. Um, they both they both played their game exactly how they expected to. Now I guess you can say that Brighton played to their level. Brighton have and surprised Le- me. Leeds have overperformed against the big guys and underperformed against the smaller guys. But Brighton get themselves comfortable out of the relegation zone. Yeah. I think that's the most important part of this whole match. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I was surprised too. But Brighton, uh, what, have, what an improvement they've made in the past uh, month or so. Because they were yeah. relegation bound at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I crazy, I mean, they're still man. in that area, but they've picked up enough points to where it's not... Uh, not really a huge risk anymore. The crazy thing is from 17 to 18, there's a nine-point gap. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, so there's been a huge separation. Fulham have lost a ton of games. I know. They fell off, man. But I, well, they haven't really won all year. And but there's a moment where they were catching a nice streak, though. There was, yeah. Um, they, I think they beat uh, Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they beat Liverpool. They gave City a tough match. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. But, you know... Uh, it's gonna be hard for them to get out. I think. Uh, I think the relegation teams are set, man. I don't see them. I don't see things changing. I mean, uh, Newcastle would have to nine lose point. every game left in the season. Nine points is huge. Yeah. And there's only five games left. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, that's asking for a whole lot. So Sam Allardyce, uh, he's gonna be. He's gonna get his cherry popped. Yeah. Well. Get done, mate. Relegated. Happen, happens to all of us. I mean, uh, happens to the best. Of, I mean. Uh, uh, can yeah. I, can we edit that? Can we edit? Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, uh, what what's the next match? Uh, Chelsea Fulham. Uh, speaking of Fulham, Havertz, uh, man, brace, brace, and and by the way, I would say he he played very well today as well. Havertz has come on strong for for Chelsea. Hopefully, he can carry it on for uh, for next season and on. I think he will, man. Um, I think under Tuchel, he's made a massive leap. Yeah, well, Tuchel giving him this role where he's allowing him to play deep like he, like like he did at Leverkusen yeah he's not a winger he's not even your traditional 10 he wants to have the ball and he likes to drop down deep look look where he's at he's in the halfway oh no that's Pulisic they have the same fucking hair uh, most of the players fucking look the same on that team it's, it's, it's tough I, they got the light skin and the brown hair oh yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. Man, Aspilicueta had a match, I will say. Oh, he's a player, yeah. I mean, you know, he reminds me a lot of Zabaleta. 
Uh, in the yeah, old, very like, similar build yeah. too. Yeah, uh, old school legs. player. Yeah, old school player. Definitely. That's probably, that's one player that your dad will be like. Ssc sabe jugar. Probably got, and he's also got the the thirty five through forty five. Uh, women. Oh yeah, unlock themselves. Yeah, unlock. He's got that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, that libido. Uh. No. <laughs> 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 He's got the age group down. Yeah. But anyway, um, moving on from that, not much else to 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 see. Everton loses to Aston Villa at home, two to one. Again, it's 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 one of it's an Everton type score, man. They're they're yeah. so herky jerky this season. Underwhelming, yeah. It's funny, all the all the players they sign getting Ancelotti, Everton going to Everton, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh Sunday, uh Arsenal gives Newcastle the bidness. Two yeah. to zero. Easy as you'd like. Uh nice goal by uh by Obama Yang, by the way. Yeah, it's um good finish. You know, he was quoted saying that he feels responsible for how how much Arsenal has dropped because he he even claimed that he he's supposed to have scored more goals this season and we all agree, I think. I think that's something that you'd like to hear from your captain. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> some people are still not satisfied with that and and they want him out the club, but I think that's so stupid. I know, it's uh, we're we're so quick to shit on somebody that's having a down year. For whatever reason, and he's had a ton of uh, a ton of setbacks this season. Yeah, he has. He had malaria. I think his mom passed away, or his mom got really sick from COVID. Yeah, he got into like trouble with his own football federation as well. Like, I mean, like he he got banished or something. I mean, he just had a he's had a bunch of off the field shit going on, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know it's a down year for him. But say things go great next season, we're gonna sing his praises. And I don't, and you know that that's. I guess that's life, right? Yeah, I will say though his game has dropped this season. Like, I mean, oh yeah. I, well, like whatever uh, reasons that that why this happened. By the way, I thought I thought Madrid. Oh no, it wasn't this play. There was a, there was a moment where I thought Madrid were gonna score in this fucking game. I was like, damn. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, returning to Obama, and you know, I think it's good to hear that accountability. But we want. I think if I'm an Arsenal fan, I want to start see him playing like he did this game. You know. So we'll see, and we'll see. We'll see next season. He yeah. hasn't completely disappeared like Ozil did. Nah, well, yeah, Ozil is a different. That's, type a, of <laughs> that's a different grade. And people try to make a big as oh, he's at Fenerbahce, bro. He had a dope pass. Haven't heard of him since. Have not heard a thing. And he's in a. In I don't a, even know what pass you're talking about. No, yeah, there's there like the first week he joined, he made a, a nice pass and shit, and then. People are like, oh, that's what he could have done. That's what he could have done. I haven't heard from him after, you know. It's like, he's the in a weak ass league. He has all the ability. Probably one of the most talented players in the yeah. last 15, 20 years. Surely from Germany, yeah. Totally. But, yeah. Oh, for sure. But his fucking character and his work ethic were also one of the worst. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. And, and that, that doesn't cut it in today's game, man. I feel like now more than ever, you've got to be a hustler. With the with the pressing style yeah. that's in, you know. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. So moving on from that, uh, wow, Tottenham hosting Sheffield. Big bad Sheffield, huh? Big bad Sheffield. The bro. Blades, one of the worst historic Premier League sides. Yeah. I just thought I had to get that in there. Yeah, and it's very strategic placement because uh, I'm about to. 
Go on, Gareth Bell. Yeah. What a play. Patrick Hero. Uh, he's not done bad. He's not done bad this season. Nine goals for the league. I know it's not a record-setting season. Mm-hmm. Um. And granted, three goals are against Sheffield. You can't play Sheffield every weekend. That'd be nice. But uh, it's it's a good look. It's a good look for for Gareth Bell. And he had a couple of good goals. It's not like they were all tap-ins. Yeah. I feel like if he had a full season, his numbers would even be better. So I'll give him that benefit. But, you know, it's Sheffield, lads. <laughs> you know? But uh, four to zero. Yeah, four to zero, and a nice goal from from uh, 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 Sun as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, good for them. I think right now more than ever they're gonna need these results under Ryan Mason and and see how far they can go. You know, maybe creep up the table. Still trying to figure out the manager situation for Tottenham. I know there's a very strong link now to uh, Rafa Benitez. Mm. Rafa Benitez. Damn, that'd be cool. And uh, I, I know today, I guess they were in contact with Atalanta for Ga- Gasparini. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Um, that. That was a possible name I had for Madrid, but Zidane is, uh, he's confirmed to commit for the next season. Uh, but Rafa Benitez, man, he's he's a proven uh, Premier League manager. He's a, he's a solid manager, and... Honestly, I wish he had stayed at Newcastle, but things didn't work out there with the board. But man, yeah, what he, happened with that? Because he did, he did pretty good with them, and then all of a sudden he left. Yeah, he was demanding for players to be signed. Like he wanted to add a few more players. The board wasn't on on board with it, and he said, "Right then, I'm out." You know. And then this is a guy who had the the fucking cojones to go with them down into the championship, come back up, and then they just let him go. So unfortunate, but. You know, that, that's a top manager. That's a guy I have a lot of respect for. I like the yeah. way he plays. He didn't do shit for Madrid, though. <laughs> but I got to thank him for giving us uh, Zidane. I guess, yeah. Because without him, we, we don't have Zidane and probably not the... I don't need to I don't need to say it, man. That's ancient history. Yeah, uh, but that's the thing. Like Zidane did great, but I, I'm sure there's plenty of other managers that could have done that. Right then. Imagine, imagine if Pep coached. Nah, could never happen, huh? I wouldn't want it. Ah, yeah, he's a shit coach, anyways. Yeah, uh, that would be like, like how LeBron turned you anti-Lakers. Yeah, that would have turned me anti-Madrid. Ah, just kidding. No, no, for real. Yeah, fuck that. That's a Catalan <laughs> no, guy, bro. No, no, fuck that. Nah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, West Brom play against Wolves one to one double hockey sticks. Fabio Silva, que que jogador, eh? I don't know. I don't know what there is what there is to say about that. Nah, pretty boring. Uh, West Brom, uh, have, a, have a good time in the championship, son. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, but speaking of the championship, I think that West Brom and Norwich, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, it's not West Brom. It's Norwich and uh, Watford. Yeah. That are confirmed to make the jump up back to the Prem. That's right. That's Both teams right. were relegated last season, and yeah. they're coming right back. That's nice. 
that's no, not. no, it is, it is. Like I like those teams. I they have. I love yellow kids for some reason, and those are two clubs that have yellow. Well, kids, you so. guys have a great record against Watford. Let's oh not lie. my god, man, Watford, shit, man. What is it like? That's Thirty something one, goals in seven games or something like that. Yeah, that's that one last you can hit up at two a.m. and it's. <laughs> She's ah, always gonna say yeah. Oh, pull it, sick, behave. Oh, he squared the ball. Oh, uh, fuck out of here. Look at Mason Mount. Ah, ese, ese vale. Anyway, sticking to the Prem, though, next match, Burnley against West Ham, another club with Burgundy and Claret Blue. Mikel Antonio with a brace, 2-1. Good on him. Chris Wood. I think uh, we talk about Mikel Antonio a lot, but I think he's so underrated, man. Oh, super, bro. I totally agree, and I was telling you, like... I love him with all me, Willie. I would say heart. <laughs> Um, but my Willie's bigger. bigger. Ah, that's a, that's a classic. That's an all timer as well. <laughs> yeah, like that's a cheeky signing that a big club can should nab. By the way, I think he's proven it for years now that he's really good. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot made about him not being a first choice or second or even third for England, oh. but for a club, mm-hmm. man, that guy. He's not the most creative player, but he's. He's a great finisher. His positioning is great, and he's strong as fuck. Yeah, daddy. Yo, he's one. He's super physical. He almost has. I mean, he's not quite Traore, but damn near. Like he's yo. You're not mugging him off the ball. No, 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 sir. Oh, watching this pisses me off. Uh, I know. We we can fast forward this part. Oh, Mason, <sighs> stop smiling, Mason Mount. Look at your bullshit ass skin fade. Ah, man. Hey man, you you guys enjoyed four fucking Champions Leagues. You guys can miss one. It's nah, fine. fuck that. It's I fine. wanted another one. <laughs> Greedy. <laughs> um, but yeah, is that? I think that's it, right? For the Prem matches. From the for the Prem, um, yeah. Do you want to get into a preview? Sure. Let's do that. Let's do it. The Leicester versus Newcastle. Leicester. Leicester. Yes. Leeds hosting Tottenham. Whoa. Come on, you Spurs! Ah, uh, I'll give it to Leeds though. I think you know. Obviously, they have they've had they've had their manager all season. I think they'll be able to outclass uh, the Spurs. Outwork maybe. I don't know about outclass. Well, you gotta forget. You gotta remember that Spurs have the Welsh dragon. Yeah, and Leeds are gonna be dragging those balls all over that face after they win three nil. <laughs> Come on, you Leeds! That was too long winded to be cheeky. Ah, uh, vamos carajo! And then uh, <laughs> Sheffield United hosting Crystal Palace. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, Man uh, City versus Chelsea. Match of the week. Game. Match of the week, easily. Yeah. Uh, uh, Champions uh, League final preview. Fuck. Fuck. That's a tough one. Uh, two-two draw. Chelsea one zero. Fair enough. Liverpool hosting Southampton. Uh, I'll give it to Liverpool. Yeah, two I don't want to see. Uh, what's his name? Hansi Huddle. Yeah, Hassan Huddle. Hassan Huddle. I don't want to see him crying again. Uh, <laughs> ah. I'll, 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 give, I'll give it to Liverpool two to zero. Yeah. That dude working the sign looks like uh, James Milner. Um, yeah, that's like about 20 of the, 20% of the English population. <laughs> yeah, pal. They all look like that. I would say Harry Kane. 
Uh, Wolves hosting Brighton. Um, yeah, man, I'll take Brighton on that one. I'm never picking Wolves again this season, brother. Tra- they're, I mean, they're tragic. Yeah. Wait, when is Jimenez coming back? When he comes back, I'll choose them. <laughs> uh, Atalanta. I mean, Aston Villa hosting Manchester United. They bring in Mariano. My God. Mariano. I'm glad I turned off the fucking TV after this. Yeah, it was garbage time. Trash ass motherfucker. Alright. Uh, I'll take a 2 2 draw. Manchester United, 2 0. Word. I mean, we beat them when they had uh, Jack Grealish. They don't have Jack Grealish now. But they have Ross Barkley. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 3 0. Whoa. West Ham hosting Everton. That's a good match. That's a really I'll good match. I'll take West Ham, bro. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I'll say 3 0. 2 0. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal hosting oh, come West on, Arsenal. Don't give me that shit. Let's <laughs> Don't give me that shit. 2 0. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Fulham Burnley. Fuck. Uh, I'll take a 1 1 draw. Ah, uh, man. Hey. Um, Chris Wood, 1 0. Yeah, Chris Wood. Hey, the Australian's nice. He's nice, yeah. That he is. And Tuesday, uh, Manchester United hosting uh, Leicester. Damn. That's not a foul. Get up, bitch. Uh, um, I'll take Leicester for the win. Manchester United, 3-1. to one. All right. Fair, fair. Southampton hosting Crystal Palace. I don't care. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, uh, Chelsea hosting uh, Arsenal for London Derby. Oh, that's right, huh? Arsenal's got Chelsea's number. <sighs> Fuck, not with Tuchel at the hell, man. 2-1. I'll take Chelsea 2-1. Oh, to hold some kind of genius. Bro, I mean, look at this. The the proof is in the numbers, man. Ever since he's took helm, the first weeks were even kind of shaky, but he still didn't lose. And you know you know what people are saying now? You know how they're making the list. They're like, he beat Zidane. He beat oh, Pep. He beat, you know. It's all conceding zero goals. That's all uh, conditional. And then he's, and now I just add Arteta to that list. But Arteta already beat him. Well, now it's sweet revenge time. Right then, um, let's move on to La Liga, and then we'll call it a day. Unfortunately, no, no. All right. Uh, Friday, no, yeah, no. Fuck. Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo versus Levante. Bryce Mendes, what a player. Bryce Mendes, another prospect. Alonso Tolari. Yeah. And uh, that's a two-nil win for Celta Vigo. Easy work. The works, the works. Next match. Damn, Kiki. Look at Tammy Abraham on the fucking bench celebrating. That that dude's a character, man. Bum. Um, 3-0, Abar beat Alaves. Hat-trick from Kike. Good good on him. Good player. Um, Atleti beat Elche, 1-0. Goal from Marco Fiorente. I gotta say... I gotta say that, uh... Atletico were they were a little fortunate not to get a crazy uh, retake for the penalty that that was taken against them at the end of the match. Hmm. The rule is so um, Elche got a penalty at the very end, and uh, um, Oblak got off his line, but he didn't touch the ball. He didn't block it. 
and the rule is if you're off your off the line and you block it, it's mm-hmm. an automatic retake. Mm-hmm. I, Unless yeah. Yeah. you directly influence the player's shot. Um, if a keeper jumps forward, you're affecting the shot no matter what. Yeah. Whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, you're affecting the shot because you're shortening the angle of the player's goal-scoring opportunity. I think I think Atletico were very fortunate to get a to to not get a retake, and uh, they were they were lucky to get a win. Uh, I I mean that that instance, yeah, maybe there's some politics there, but uh, you it's know, a gray area. All in all, though, I mean, very beneficial towards them. You know, and they would be on par with uh, with. Madrid and, and Barcelona and yeah. Madrid would be in first. But Atletico played better, so I mean we could. Yeah, live yeah, of course, they of had course. More shots, and, yeah, you know all that. But but in those instances, yeah, those change games for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, moving on from that, uh, what else do we got that day? Huesca beat Sociedad. That's a surprise. Wethka. Yeah. It was own goal, though, but still, you know, still surprising. So, see, that has been so trash in the last three months. They've been underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And then uh, Madrid beat Osasuna, expected. How uh, do you think Giroud feels to be subbed in the last 30 seconds of the match? I think he's just happy to be in a Champions League final. Truthfully. Fucking hell. I know. It's crazy to think, right? But, I mean, I think. No, that's crazy disrespectful to Giroud, man. That's Champions. That's a World Cup winner. Yeah, but I mean, he just—he's really good at finishing inside the box, but he just doesn't offer what Werner or what other, you know, even uh, you know Hudson Odoi or you know these players. He's, he's your traditional nine. Yeah, he's a target man. I, I, you all know, these guys are so happy to get clapped up by City in the final. I don't get no, it. No, no, oh, don't say that. Don't jinx that because I, I think this team <laughs> very well can give us the work. We'll see this weekend though. You That's a tournament predict- team. You predicted you predicted them to beat City this weekend, so. I think they can do it in the cup too. That's a tournament team. Uh, I just don't like how they're all happy. Well, Chelsea's just a tournament team, like historically. I feel. I mean, sure they've won leagues, but what once, twice, but they won Champions Leagues more often. You know. They won it twice with Mourinho. Yeah. Once with Conte. Mm, City won it. They're gonna have won it five times this decade. I'm sorry, son, but. Wait. When does the decade start? Well, like... You I, mean in the last 10 years? Yeah. Because even then, that's only three. No. Well, Four? If we, we're going to win it. We're going to win it this year. So, like, starting from 2021 to 2011, that's five. But it doesn't matter, man. Really? Yeah. Farmers League. Ah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, it's, uh, moving on. Uh, Real Madrid beats Otasuna 2-0. Could have been way more. It should have been way more. Militao could have gone home with a hat trick that day. Militao. Good player, man. I love that guy. One guy that we don't hear about a whole lot, but if but if he was from La Masia playing for Barcelona, well, you know damn well. <laughs> I never heard of the cat, bro. I, I, Antonio Blanco. Yeah, because he's just getting his first minutes with the team, and that's how we do it. We work him slowly. And he just happens to play when, when the team is completely depleted. It's a good player, man. That's a Xabi Alonso prototype. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll have to see him more. Have he to was look nice. He's I'm, very not, I'm, not, I'm not negating that, but I need, I, I need to see more. 
Very patient on the ball. I mean, Composed. we're gonna if we're gonna him variety give him that of credit, passes. We got to give Mason Mount some credit too. Then he had a goal. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, but for a season, he's been playing really good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna have to be objective and and uh, give give Mason Mount his credit. I have to be objective and give uh, Conte credit. Can we show some love to Pulisic? Um, he's okay. All right. Cool. cool. <laughs> word. Word. There's a reason why he doesn't get consistent starting playing time. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know what. I don't know. If, I don't think it's a personal thing. Tuchel, well, he's German, know. man. Those guys, they they don't. They're pragmatic in in the sense that they that they operate on certain. I uh, think that's factors. a yeah, and then that's a benefit of having a very deep team too, though, because Pep does that a lot too, where it's like, bro, why didn't you start Mares or why didn't you start? Why Fulham? isn't uh, you know Kuhn playing? Yeah, well, yeah, Kuhn is is understandable. Kuhn. Yeah, but you know, ah, fucking hell, man, it's crazy that it's gonna be this team against us. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year Chelsea's in the final of the Champions League, fuck. I would have told you to fuck right off. <laughs> Oh no, bro! I would have, I would have, I would have been like, say Tottenham or say or say Liverpool or say United before. But they them. were doing really well in the group stage, even with Lamps. Yeah, that that they were, <laughs> but that's because they have Pulley God. Ah, just pull kidding. a bum. Ah. Um, Valladolid versus Betis on Sunday. Sunday. Double hockey sticks. Sunday. Real beats Hetafe one to zero. And Granada loses to Cadiz, 1-0. Barcelona does a three-piece against two to Valencia. Messi. Whoa. What a player. Dude went off, man. Pichichi secured. La Liga, sit. Whoa, we'll have to see on that. But, man, what a player. Leading in assist angles. <laughs> yeah, watch that. I'm glad Carlos Soler got his goal, though. What a player. What a goal. Yeah, I mean, he's nice. I he's mean, a nice playmaker, man. I saw him making a few plays that day. He's he's actually versatile. Like, I, I give him that. Like, he he can actually play, be, like, a deep-lying player, too, you know? He's not yeah, just, and like, that, a, a... and that's where he was playing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure Barcelona was puckering their butt cheeks that day. Uh, uh, maybe. They could have scored more, but I'm sure Carlos Soler is going to be telling his grandkids that, in the, in one season, he scored on Barca and Madrid. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Monday, Tevilla versus Atleti Bilbao. Bilbao wins 1-0 via Iñaki Williams in the last minute. I kind of got mad at that because I wanted to see Sevilla make a real push. Ah, me too, yeah. But, you know, f- fair enough. Think things aren't meant to be. Hopefully they keep that same energy when they play Madrid later this season, huh? Probably not. Ah. We'll Probably see. not. They'll probably give us the game of our lives and play spoiler. Um, so, uh, preview for this week. Uh, Real Sociedad versus Elche on um, on Friday. Yeah, I'll take Sociedad. Yeah, but I don't know, man. They're trash. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to fucking And then on Saturday, way. Alavés versus Levante. We don't care. Alavés, 1-0. Sure. And then the big daddy this weekend, uh, Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid. I'm not Hostia. getting up for that, Hostia. Man. You're not getting up for that? Fuck that, bro. I don't like waking up at 7 on the weekend. It's 7.15, though. Fuck that, man. I'll maybe catch the second half. Maybe. 
Fuck, dude. This is a big game. Oh, uh, but we Title know, implications. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll probably be up, actually, because I'm going to go to the city game, Thirsty Merchant. So maybe I'll catch the second half. But, yeah. Uh, if my prediction... My prediction is 2-1 Atletico. My prediction is nil-nil. Vamos, Atleti. Que está con vos, eh? Estáis. Estáis. Uh, Cadiz versus Huetca. ¿Por qué dicen estáis? <laughs> Venís. Nah, fucking cool. Yeah. Sí, me estaba el lenguaje, tío. Cadiz versus Huesca. Cadiz. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, two to one. Yeah. Um, Athletic Bilbao versus Ozasuna. Uh, Bilbao. Bilbao, one to zero. Uh, Sunday, Hetafe versus Eibar. Nil nil. Hetafe two to zero. <laughs> Valencia versus uh, Valladolid. I'll take Valencia. Val versus Val. One one. <laughs> Vamos Carlos Ole. Villarreal versus Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo. Damn really? Yeah. Three one. I like the yellow submarine. Two to one. Ah fuck! I'm forgetting about Pau Torres. Two two. <laughs> Some more goals. Well, two two like. Uh, I guess 1-1 <laughs> one, one maybe I think uh, they can get scored on But I just don't think that Because my initial thought was uh, Celta will score 3 But maybe not so much And here's another big one uh, Real Madrid versus Sevilla uh, Real Madrid 3-1 to one. Yeah Oh uh, Fuck I'll take a 1-1 one, one draw Sevilla's capable they're, You know their legs are going to be pretty tired Sevilla's had a nice good week of rest 1-1 one, one, Can we agree? Mm-hmm. Three to one, Real Madrid. Oh, shit, fuck. Damn it. Class is permanent, son. Uh, and then uh, Betit versus Granada on Monday. Uh, Betit. Uh, yeah, I agree, man. And then to Tuesday. Yes. Uh, Otasuna versus Cadiz. Vamos Cadiz, dos a uno. Vamos Juan Cala. Oh no! Pinche gola- go- goleador de mierda. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. no, no. Uh, Elche versus Alavés. We don't care. Um, uh, Barcelona versus Levante. Sheesh. Let's go Levante. They have nah. the same colors, man. I'll take a two two no win for <laughs> for Barca. And then uh, Wednesday, no, no games Wednesday, huh? Yeah, oh, no. oh, Sevilla Ooh. versus Valencia. Damn, that's a good one. I'll take a uh, 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. 2-2s and that. Okay. Celta. Celta Vigo versus Getafe. Yeah. Celta Vigo. Yeah, I'll take Celta Vigo. Tego. Huesca versus Athletic Bilbao. 1-1 uh, draw. 1-1 draw on that one. Cool. And then Athletic, Atletico Madrid versus Sociedad. And this is the game that Sociedad turns up and they muster up a draw. Uh, that's that's wishful thinking. That's a draw. 2-2. Two, two. I'll take Madrid. 1-0. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Fuck. how they fucking play, man. Yeah. So that's our review preview of the weekend. I had I had a point that came across that weekend and, and I forgot. I totally forgot. But that's all right. That's that's just the magic of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, man. Anything else that we need to talk about? Anything we missed? Uh, I wanted to say that I didn't touch on this in terms of the Champions League, but City broke the record for most consecutive wins in the Champions League from an English side ever. So I thought that's important to mention. Um, and yeah, up the fucking blues. Which ones? Uh, 11 games, one in a row on in the Champions League. For uh, It's an English, English team record in the Champions League. How about that, son? 
I'm not impressed. Ah. Win that title and then I'll be impressed. Well, then, yeah, we'd have broken the... Oh, we have shattered the record at that point, but... Yeah, man. Uh, fuck, I can't wait for next week. There's there's going to be some... Uh, what I'm most excited for is La, La Liga. I, I, I want to see how that picture is going to pan out. Because we're not going to talk champions for a few weeks now, so... Yeah, we'll let that to be fucking, exact. We'll let that marinate for a bit. Yeah, all right, man. Uh, that's the Bottle Talker Talk podcast, number episode number 46. We're coming up on a year. A fucking year. I know, man. And we didn't even... I didn't even fucking come up with the 46 this year. I mean, this this episode. I just didn't fucking... We're, you know, we're okay, so fucking Abdo. busy. Oh, right fucking lord. Oh, she's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> Good lord, yeah. Anyway, uh, mouth agape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Micah hey, Richards. You, you see all those motherfuckers just back there, like, when you got a cute-ass teacher in class and you're just, like, sitting like, fuck. Miss Olise. Oh, so... Dude, wait, you went you went to school in the AV? Me too, bro. <laughs> ah, fucking hell. All right, lads. Well, that's episode number 46. Fuck yeah. Uh, give us your takes. Give us your shithousery. I deserve all of it. Um, my name is Nestor. This is Henry. Mm-hmm. Henry G. Yes. He's got the biggest bollocks in the league. Yes, sir. I want to give a, qu- a quick <laughs> shout out. his jeans and take your queen. Henry G. Shout out to Harold, by the way, who's probably buzzing right now for the Chelsea uh, finals appearance. And Kevin Garcia. Kevin. Um, and do we have any City events? Nah, man. Adam I, Booker, I Adam guess. Adam Booker, Edward Meza, uh, Kevin Chevez, my boy. And there's not too many of us, so we're not really here. But um, cheers, guys. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to be back next week. All right, man. Yeah.